We're waiting to hear from the president. He's due to give an update, uh, an address to the nation from uh, the east wing of the White House imminently. We'll, of course, bring it to you live. As you know, 60 are dead, including at least a dozen US military personnel. And with the Pentagon tonight warning, they expect more attacks from ISIS. But extraordinarily, General McKenzie of CENTCOM suggesting that the Taliban would have to be relied upon to provide security against the threat from ISIS, a Taliban that are now in control of the country and, according to the chair of the Republican Study Committee, Jim Banks, a lot more besides. The Taliban now has access to over $85 billion worth of American military equipment. That includes 75,000 vehicles, over 200 airplanes and helicopters, over 600,000 small arms and light weapons. The Taliban now has more Black Hawk helicopters than 85% of the countries in the world. But they don't just have weapons. They also have night vision goggles, body armor, medical supplies, and unbelievably, unfathomable, unfathomable to me and so many others, is that the Taliban now has biometric devices which have the fingerprints, eye scans, and the biographical information of the Afghans who helped us over the last 20 years. And here's what we just learned again in the briefing that we just walked out of. is This, this administration still has no plan to get this military equipment or these supplies back. That is absolutely astonishing, don't you think? Chair of the Republican Study Committee, Jim Banks, there. Not only do the Taliban have that biometric data, but it's being reported tonight that some of the information about the Afghans who worked with the Americans over the last 20 years was given to the Taliban by the Americans. Questions for Joe Biden, if he's taking any, after the speech that he is due to give imminently. Let's go to Washington. Simon Marks is obviously his Washington correspondent. Where to start, Simon, on what is a, an, a, a very deadly day for United States service personnel. Yeah, the deadliest day in Afghanistan in 10 years, Tom. The first American fatalities in Afghanistan, American military fatalities in 18 months. And now we wait, as we have been doing all day, to hear from the President of the United States. There has been absolute panic behind the scenes at the White House today. He was in the Situation Room meeting with his top national security officials, dealing with, even before these blasts this morning, what was a national security advice a, a, a national security crisis uh, that had his administration beleaguered and while he was uh, in that meeting uh, with those national security uh, officials came the first word uh, on America's television networks uh, of uh, these attacks at Kabul airport and the first eyewitnesses giving those networks their accounts of them there was an explosion that happened Inside the crowd, a lot of people got hurt. I think some of the Americans, they got hurt too. And so people are running around. I got a baby girl that she was five years old. She died right in my hand. There has been American persons injured. Um, again, there was a firefighter broke out. Was well, this would be a perfect scenario 
And it did cause mayhem. We later learnt during the only briefing that we've had here today from any US government uh, official uh, that uh, as many as 12 US service personnel died, 11 of the Marines, another one a Navy doctor, 15 were injured. The Taliban's health ministry in Afghanistan says 60 Afghans were in, were killed, uh, 150 injured, some of them pulled into the airport by surviving American forces who then started uh, offering them medical treatment on site. The president's activities today were all scrubbed, including a planned meeting with the Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett and also a planned conversation with governors of states across the country who have agreed uh, to resettle Afghan refugees. Uh, the uh, meetings at the White House ended around lunchtime. We know that Secretary of Defence Lloyd Austin uh, returned to the Pentagon where he continued to head up the response to all of this. Uh, the most detail that we've had today has come from uh, General Kenneth McKenzie of Central Command. He says that he is not seeking additional troops for the airport in Kabul, that the evacuation of American citizens and others is taking place and continuing to take place. More than 100,000 people, uh, U.S. officials say, have now been evacuated from Afghanistan since the Taliban took over. And he provided detail on exactly how this suicide attack had unfolded. A suicide bomber wearing an explosive vest managing somehow to get past Taliban security checks. Uh, the general said he did not believe that the Taliban had allowed that deliberately to happen. Mm. He said simply that some Taliban fighters are more scrupulous about security than others. And then literally coming face to face with some of the US Marines that he would kill when he set off his explosive vest. And as he detonated it, there were other ISIS-K terrorists, and ISIS-K has now taken responsibility for these attacks, who opened fire on those US forces. This, of course, is exactly what the United States, the government of Britain and the government of Australia last night warned American citizens and other foreign nationals could happen in Afghanistan, but it leaves President Biden facing a crisis of monumental proportions, and he will have to find the words in the minutes ahead, whenever he uh, walks up to the podium and starts talking, to convey adequately to the American public the loss of life that yeah. has been suffered today by the American military and what his plan yeah. is not only to prevent more of that from happening, but also to get the 1,500 Americans and countless thousands uh, of Afghans uh, whom the United States has promised a new life in America out of the country, especially in light of that news that U.S. officials in Kabul gave the Taliban a list of names of American citizens, permanent legal residents, and the Afghans who have supported them in a bid to get them past checkpoints and into the airport. Um, you will not be surprised to discover that Republican senators and members of Congress are tonight calling for the president's impeachment. He is in very, very deep difficulty, uh, and clearly for a dozen families across the country here and countless families in Afghanistan, this has been an absolutely devastating day. Simon, you'll stay with us, I'm sure, uh, for when Joe Biden does come to that podium. As, as you know, last time Joe Biden was slated to come to the podium and to certain 
certain time. He was five hours late, so we never know. Simon, thank you. LBC's Washington correspondent joining us live. 